This week on the Media Virus Podcast, Amazon misgenders Michelle Obama, Asian is the new white, and Jerry Tubin got fired from the New Yorker for, well, acting like a New Yorker. The Media Virus Podcast. Starring Maddie Rockdev. I had no, but I, I was, you know, I kind of wanted to, and I, you know, I... I Professor Mike Latorres. That there's a fancy doctor in word, butt crack. With special appearances by... Some other dude. Ah! That guy. Ah! And some chick. Shut the fuck up, Maddie. I've smelled shit. I mean, I know everything there is to know about my dick. Buckle up, buttercup. So anyway. Jesus Christ. Uh, Welcome, 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 everyone, to a milestone episode of the Media Virus Podcast. It is our second episode. A lot of the podcasts (laughs) that I... (laughs) A lot of the podcasts that I do uh, don't make it this far. So, you know, hopefully... honored. Yeah, well, it's because you actually you're actually interested. I'm usually usually what's happening is I'm begging someone to you know want to do a podcast with me. <laughs> Dude, I blew my knee out yesterday, so I had to hobble up the steps to the oh, studio. Fucking dedication, dedication. Uh, well, anyway, um, and I didn't drink for two days just so I would have gin left. <laughs> to have a cocktail with with my friend Mike. I saw you looked like you were pouring a Maker's Mark. Yeah, I got just the very end of my Maker's Mark. Yeah, I was at the very end of my Gil- Gilby's handle that I bought like Thursday. Yeah, there was a there was an article that somebody sent me that there was a school district that decided that Asians uh, were not people of color. And they're just lumped in with whites. Okay. So that was where Asian is the new white joke came from. I mean, that's, I I mean, that's not really true. I mean, um, apparently, I mean, if you're, if you, I've known racist folks, they're a a bit different in color than we are. Mike, no, if you don't think that Chinese people are white, you're racist. That's, I don't, I don't make the rules, man. Like I, I, I'm just following them. I'm just trying to figure out. I'm just, you know, navigating my way through life like you are. But that's a, you're a racist. But I mean, that's that's one school district we're talking about. So, I mean, yeah. I mean, what's that? You know, on the same topic, uh, and this is one of the things that uh, staff writer Bill came in and okay. gave and gave to us as just a little tidbit of information. CBS reality shows are now required to have a 50% non-white cast. So if there's a reality show, only 50% of that, the the cast in the reality show should be white. Okay, but... Nah. I I, I just... I I think they should just cast the show with the people who work the best. I'm I'm, I'm not... I'm not a fan of the affirmative what? action type programs. You're uh, what are, are you? What are you? A meritocratist? Meritocrat? Mer- meritocratist? 
I'm going I don't to think so. Um, but I knew a guy. No, a, no, you know, a guy like it, it means merit based. Yeah, yeah sort of. That's that's racist. Um, like I, I knew a guy. He he made countertops and cabinets. He was brilliant, brilliant. His name was Omar. Omar happened to be a black dude, and he made these fantastic countertops. And at the time, I was working in the construction industry, doing some bidding, and realized that. All of these contracts have set-asides for MBEs and DBEs and WBEs, which are minority-owned businesses, disadvantaged businesses, and woman-owned businesses. So basically, if you're anything but a white man, there was a way for you to sign up for this program and throw your bid out there, and it didn't even have to be the lowest. As long as you were there to help mark the percentage... You got the job. So I said, Omar, did you ever consider, you know, bidding on one of these contracts? He said, uh, what do you mean? So I said, well, you know, this is one of the things that we're up against here in in, in the contract world. If you're a, a white guy, pretty much anybody else can bid against you with whatever price they want. They don't have to be the lowest as long as they're capable. And they can get the job to meet the, the percentage. He said, no. He said, no, I've never considered that because I don't want to be Omar the black guy who makes cabinets and countertops. He said, I want to be Omar that makes the best cabinets and countertops. And if you're willing to pay for it, fine. And if not, I really don't want to work for you. Oh. So, you know, I kind of I kind of take it from that angle. And, you know... Why would you want the handout? And, and these handout programs kind of suck that way. Yeah. No, I mean, that's just how. I mean, right on the face of it, it says, hey, you're not good enough to do this, but we're going to let you do it anyway. Right. So another one of the one of the top three that we set at the top of the show was that uh, Amazon misgendered uh, Michelle Obama. And I, you know, just to. Just to kind of prove the point, I, it, this this was part of an interview uh, that was done. Why don't you go ahead and roll clip there, Mike? There's, there's a lot of scientific material available on how facial analysis and face recognition are related. Um, okay. For instance, uh, the gender shade studies showed that some of the famous female female black celebrities uh, were mistaken as male, right? Like Michelle Obama, Serena Williams, and all these like examples that show that there is a huge bias in the existing software. And Amazon's response uh, was that, oh, that's not face recognition, that's gender analysis. And is that inaccurate? Um, so they're related, right? In fact, uh, gender recognition is an easier task than recognizing the identity of the person. You know? Yeah, I know about that. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm torn there because... You know, did they run this? Did they run this? These recognition programs on on the eighties hair bands? That's a good question. Because but, if you remember, some of those guys were awfully pretty with long flowing hair, and wore a lot of makeup. When I say awfully pretty, they 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 were soft and clean shaven. Right. They didn't have you, outward masculine. You wanted to fuck them. With, yeah, the the androgyny was 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 made you horny well okay so 
But what she says, but she was like, oh, you know, there's, there's all this. It shows that there's bias in this facial recognition. Right. And then she, well, Amazon said that it's not facial recognition. It's gender discrimination, gender, you know, discrimination, gender, whatever. Gender recognition. Gender recognition. And the guy's like, well, is that accurate? And then she could have just answered with, yes. Yes, that's accurate. Because <laughs> it's what she says. She goes, <laughs> she goes, well, you know, they're related. But, you know, gender analysis is way easier than figuring out who the person is. Are you sure about that, though? Is it I, really? I, mean, I, I don't know. Have you ever known a motherfucker named Pat or Terry? <laughs> I was on SNL bit. Yeah, yeah, it's Pat. I mean, come on. So, Everybody's known a Pat. <laughs> uh, you know, so, and, and then it was the... Uh, and Jeffrey Tubin. We're not gonna talk about it. Everybody knows he got caught jerking off. He didn't even get caught. He he didn't shut down a Zoom meeting or some shit. Like it was just his own he stupidity. Left his camera on and started beating it. Right, and he knew you know, he was in the meeting. He thought he turned his camera off. I, I believe the quote was, and I. I don't know the source to cite on this, but I've I've heard n numerous times this quote. I thought I had my video muted, which shows you the level of technical ability we're dealing with. Right. Okay. No, I get it. But it wasn't a clue when someone said, hey, Jeff, could you quit jerking off? <laughs> put your dong away, Tubin. Or, you know, like put your don't point the video. Like, don't point the, the, the camera at your dick. That's right. You know, you'll notice I, I do like a shoulders up thing here. Totally on purpose. Right. You're not wearing any pants. That is correct. I am um, not wearing any pants. And very rarely do we see your hands. It's true. So it's true. There, we got that. And there's a skid mark on the chair here. Right. Well. <sighs> How I know I'm centered when I sit down. That's right. So, you know, Oregon recently made history by, uh, you know, decriminalizing hard drugs. They did. They did. But they also just passed a major milestone. Uh, it's been 50 years since they've had to dispose of a dead whale. Uh, but do you have the do you have the video of the, the whale? The video of the whale. I can get to the video of the whale, I'm sure. All right. Moment. So while you're doing that, I want to I want to come I want to throw some of the uh staff writer bill ideas at you. Okay. okay. Fire away. So staff writer Bill walks into my office and goes, "Hey, you know how Kamala uh <clears throat> you know how Kamala Harris uh slept away into public office?" And I went uh <laughs> I went, yeah, yeah, I know that. And he goes, you guys should discuss who's the ugliest woman you would sleep with to achieve public office. <laughs> wow. And I'm like, I don't know how much Mike wants public office. I yeah. don't really want public office. But who is the ugliest woman you would sleep with for us to get a, an actual job in radio and get paid for this? Oh. I think it's, I think it's a better question. Um, Ruth, Gator, Ruth Bader Ginsburg. <laughs> 
Alive or dead? Either. Okay. I mean, <laughs> I mean same, same I, difference. I want to do this and be able to pay the bills with it. Right. That's, that, this is what I want to do for a living. So, you know. I there's nothing more that would nothing that would make me happier than being able to go to my my regular day job one morning and say, oh, by the way, get fucked. I'll right. be taking the pictures off the wall in my office. Right. Uh, so uh, one he, he pitched an idea for where uh, where in the world is Hunter Biden? As a parent. <laughs> Apparently nobody can find him. Well, I mean, I don't I don't know if that's changed since he came into my office and said this. Because I don't pay much attention. I have a pretty good guess of where he is. I'm not going to give the address because I don't need to meet any more Secret Service agents in my life. Did you know that uh, on Etsy they're selling baby Yoda crack pipes? I did not. You can you can you can probably smoke marijuana in it, too. I'd imagine I'd imagine you could smoke marijuana in it. If you try right. hard enough, you probably right. could. But I mean, they're you know apparently that you could smoke. That's another thing. That's another uh, thing to talk about. That staff writer Bill decided uh-huh. that was well, that was good good fodder for us. Um, Smoking crack? Ah, uh, it might help. It might make the show move a little bit faster. Okay, guys, we can all hang out with everybody. everybody. But uh, you know, another thing you might not know is that uh, staff writer Bill. Will follow when he's pitching an idea. He will follow you right into the fucking bathroom. Really? Yeah. He's he. <clears throat> when you finally meet staff writer Bill, you're going to be amazed that he can string sentences together. But <laughs> but he's also he, in his credit, he's also the the CMO uh, for a three PL. Okay. So he you know he does this part time. So. <laughs> I think what you should do is roll tape on Bill the next time he comes in. Yeah, that's a good idea. I should just, if I could just walk around and and film Bill all fucking day long. And stand up and and head off to the bathroom or whatever you've got to, I mean, start with stopping for a cup of coffee in the break room and make your way to the bathroom. And he, doesn't, he won't do it. Oh, it's only if he's pitching it. He really wants you to listen. Uh, another one of his ideas was we should let chickens loose in the in the studio. That uh, wouldn't go well. Yeah, and I think that's a bad idea. But he think it'd be funny if like, chickens were just flying around in the background. Um, I've got animals what, here that would attack chickens. But so do I. But it's a very visual gag. And like, although we make a video, mm-hmm. like this isn't a visual. It isn't. It, it, it's a, it's an audio show. In my opinion, it's what we're yeah. trying trying to put together. We just want to make it interesting to look at. In case that's your thing. In case you're there, in case that's your thing. Um, but another thing he said, which I thought was funny, would be to hide the microphone somewhere so it was out of view, and use like random objects as a microphone. I can do that right now. So so instead of like yeah, so instead of like this, you know, I could I could you know use a a toilet brush or something like that. Right. Well, that could be interesting. But this is just, you know, we don't have to do any of this shit. No, it's but just, I mean, the shit comes up. Right. He hasn't said anything contradictory to his lifestyle yet, to, you know, since the <laughs> since the last one. <laughs> Shout out to Jimmy, who uh, listened to the last one. Hey, and, Jimmy. Uh, Thanks a lot, brother. And, and enjoyed it. Jimmy is a joint. Jimmy is in the circle of my 
uh, of, of staff writers, Bill, staff writer, Bill's friends and my son's friends. Okay. Oh, that's another thing. They, he, uh, so I'm Bill. I'm like, what do you got for me, man? You know, I'm like pressuring him on like Thursday. <laughs> I'm like, what do you got for me, dude? He goes, Google elephants having sex. And I'm like, what? You ever see the rod on an elephant, dude? It's now make a horse look like a sissy. <laughs> um, when and then Matt came in because Matt works for the company that Bill is a CMO of. Okay, we just happen to share an office. Uh, so Matt walks in to talk to Bill, and Matt goes, "Hey, remember that time I walked in on you and Jimmy?" watching videos of elephants having sex right this is this is what happened okay this is why he said this to me and i went uh and and matt goes dude it will make you question the dexterity of your penis <laughs> like because apparently like it's a it's the, the like the thing gets up you know it, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, it yeah. mounts the way you would think i have not just a disclaimer i have not uh googled it yet we might do it on the air if we get enough comments. If we get enough comments, we will play videos of elephants having sex. Or you can just go Google it yourself. Well, uh, and would you call it a prehensile penis? I don't I don't even know what that word means. I'm just going to be honest. I don't. Well, dolphins have a prehensile penis. Prehensile. It, it means they can grab and manipulate things with it. Like a dolphin can pinch a chick on her ass with his dick. Apparently it's a like a heat seeking missile. Like yeah. it does like a it does like a Oh yeah. <laughs> but then once it's down target. Oh, it it's all over. I mean, I don't have a big enough hand for an elephant pussy. But <laughs> <laughs> and they keep disappearing in your in your key. That's fine. Um yeah. So that's uh So Ruth Bader Ginsburg is the ugliest chick. Like you can't you can't think of anybody uglier than that. I think that's just where I'm ready to go. You just you've been thinking about it. <laughs> I I don't think it's like saying it's like oh you know maybe uh, Kathy Ireland well, that's the ugliest chick I'd fuck for this. <laughs> hey, I told you I want this, dude. No, I, yeah, right. <laughs> so I'm gonna lead into it again. Okay. All right. So. Oregon made history uh, recently by <laughs> Oregon made <laughs> fuck. <laughs> I think what you're trying to say is somebody decided they needed to get rid of a whale. Right. It's but it's been 50 years since they've they've it's been 50 years since they've uh, had to dispose of a whale. Mm -hmm. And uh, luckily they broadcast it on the news. So this is 1970. The Oregon State Highway Division not only had a whale of a problem on its hands, it had a stinking whale of a problem. What to do with one 45-foot, 8-ton whale dead on arrival on the beach near Florence? Up for a second. The whale had washed up in Lane County. Nobody... Okay. The joke's terrific. Not only did they have a whale of a problem, <laughs> they had a stinking whale of a problem. Yeah. My question is, and you work in a field related. Uh huh. Why did they assign it to the highway department? They have the equipment. 
All right. Yeah, you know, like they've got bulldozers and trucks and stuff, and dump trucks and. I got you. I got you. All right. Front end loaders. All right. Let's let's move on with it. All right. We could remember how to get rid of one. In selecting its battle plan, the highway division decided the carcass couldn't be buried because it might soon be uncovered. It couldn't be cut up and then buried because nobody wanted to cut it up, and it couldn't be burned. So dynamite it was, some 20 cases or a half ton of it. The hope was that the long-dead Pacific gray whale would be almost disintegrated by the blast and that any small pieces still around after the explosion would be taken care of by seagulls and other scavengers. So, this idea. Half a ton of dynamite. (laughs) Hopefully it'll be disintegrated enough that they won't have to deal with it. So, this whole plan is, in fact, based in laziness. Yes. Laziness and the fact that nobody wanted to cut that fucking thing up. <laughs> it gets lazier. I, I can't see the video. Can you see? The, are you watching the video? Yeah, I've got the video in front of me. I want you to explain to the folks at home, as we play the video, where they place the dynamite. Because the narrator narrates it, but you got to kind of see it to believe it. Okay. All right. Go ahead. Indeed, the seagulls had been standing nearby all day. As everything was being made ready, we asked George Thornton, the highway engineer in charge of the project, for his final observation. Oh, this part's great. I'm confident that it'll work. The only thing is we're not sure just exactly how much uh, explosives it'll take to disintegrate this thing so the scavengers, seagulls and crabs and whatnot can clean it up. Is there any chance it might be more than a one-day job? Uh, If there's any large chunks left and... uh, we may have to do some other cleanup, possibly set another charge. The dynamite was buried. All right, stop for just for a second before you go into that. Okay. That's an interview with somebody from the highway department. If yep. When you watch that video, and I highly recommend that everybody watches that video, but when you watch this video, you'll you get a case of how accurate George Romero nailed that sheriff interview scene in the original <laughs> 1968 Night of the Living Dead. This guy's so <laughs> cocky, but uh-huh. he's got shit to do. Yeah. But he doesn't want to talk to you, so he's going to go, he's like, yeah, it's going to work. We're going to blow the fucking shit out of this. And, uh, you know, if there's any big pieces left, you know, maybe, uh, you know, maybe 100 pounds or so, we might have to use some equipment buried in fucking thing. Maybe some additional charges. But, you know, the seagulls, the crabs, the and seagulls, the you know, everything. Seagulls, birds that, you know. Right. And what have you. All these animals that have never heard a loud explosion before are just going to come <laughs> come racing. <laughs> for a chunk of whale meat. For, for a chunk of whale meat. All right, continue with that. So as most of the remains would be blown toward the sea. About 75 <laughs> bystanders, most of them residents, who had first found the whale to be an object of curiosity. So at this point... There's a picture of the dunes with the dune grasses growing up way high, and it, it, it appears to be the fall. Um, and there's a little old man and a little old woman who have brought their their portable chairs, and they've, they've oh yeah, dude, in, they're set up in the dune grass just just enough that there's a little dune grass in front of them, like they're almost trying to hide, but not like really. They're, they're half a mile away, and they're and they're they're just sitting there like like they're gonna fucking watch a football game so this is all there's a there's a what appears to be a state trooper walking toward them and 
in the foreground, you can just barely see what you what the camera has just panned over, which is the whale where the people who are working for the highway department are digging a trench under the whale and, and shoving cases of dynamite in. Not even just like sticks strung together, just, just shoving cases of dynamite just under, the, under whale. the whale. Just almost next to the whale. Yeah. It's like it. it so hang on. So, yeah, that's what I wanted you to explain is that like nobody. I would have said if I were there, this is probably why I get fired all the time. <laughs> if I were there, I would say, listen, we should at least cut the whale open or and and and, you know, if you had they taken this eight cases of dynamite and strategically like sunk it into the whale this might have worked like i don't know if anybody's noticed but there's at least three good holes on this bugger that we can stuff Just full of shove dynamite. dynamite into i'm sure it has an asshole but he definitely is, has a blowhole and you could shove a case in his mouth but this is what tree huggers decide to do they decide <laughs> so all right the tree let's, hugging let's, let's the, keep moving because it gets fucking way better the tree hugging uh <laughs> highway department in 1968 this is why this is why this is this is why they decriminalized hard drugs because everybody's on them anyway okay I mean, we're just arresting people for nothing because somebody came up with this idea all right keep playing it a quarter of a mile away the sand dunes there were covered with spectators and land lubber newsmen shortly to become land blubber newsmen Ha! Blasted blubber beyond all believable bounds. We're getting a 10 second countdown. We're at seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. I just wait. Do you hear that noise? Listen, listen. It's rain and whale. Hallelujah, it's a raining whale. The humor of the entire situation suddenly gave way to a run for survival. <laughs> Huge chunks of whale blubber fell everywhere. Falling at our feet, the dunes were rapidly evacuated as spectators escaped both the falling debris and the overwhelming smell. A parked car over a quarter of a mile from the blast site was the target of one large chunk. The passenger compartment literally smashed. Fortunately, no human was hit as badly as the car. This is what appears to be maybe a Coupe de Ville. Yeah. No, well, half a one. No, no, I'm sorry. It's a. It is a. No, it's a. Maybe it's a Ford. It it looked like a Cadillac to me. But at first, it's it hard did, to tell it, from the remains because it's fucked. I feel like this might be a Lincoln. Anyway, it's <laughs> it's over. <laughs> It's bad. It's this car is fucked. We were supposed to clean things up. We're nowhere in sight. Either scared away by the explosion or kept away by the smell. That didn't really matter. The remaining chunks. Have you ever known a seagull to mind a smell? No, and that's yeah. You know, that was the point that I was making. No, these 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 all these this, these creatures that have never heard this sound before. Yeah. Are just gonna come running to it because it's dinner time. Yeah, like they're hanging around, like, man, there's whale. And if you pay attention in the beginning of the, the there's so much to this. Because if you pay attention <laughs> in the beginning of the video, neighbors are like, 
you know, it's like, oh, it was somewhat of a curiosity until neighbors couldn't stand the smell. So the fucking thing had been there at least three, fuck, four days. Easy. Right. I mean, a whale does not. I, I, I don't imagine a whale starts to stink right away. Right. You'd imagine it takes. I mean, it smells a little bit, a little bit worse the next day. I don't know if you ever killed a whore. You keep on your basement, but you, you can't wait. You got this. There's no way to finish that sentence. And and continue doing the show. <laughs> continue and, and keep my freedom. Um, but where is that going? All right, are we done? No, it's, no, we've got uh, we've got a few more minutes. Let's. Well, let's I'm see. sorry. Uh, maybe we've got 23 seconds. Let's finish. Let's just round it out. As a small child walks between the tire ruts <laughs> left in the sand. He's walking toward what's left of our friend the whale. Size that no respectable seagull would attempt to tackle anyway. As darkness began to set in, the highway crews were back on the beach burying the remains, including a large piece of the carcass which never left the blast site. It might be concluded that should a whale ever wash ashore in Lane County again, those in charge will not only remember what to do, they'll certainly remember what not to do. <laughs> They'll know that they probably should not fill it with dynamite and hope like hell. All right, we're gonna do we're gonna do a short scene. You ready, Mike? Okay. You're gonna be the governor of Oregon. <laughs> okay. All right. And I'm gonna be the person proposing that we use eight tons of dynamite or a half a ton of dynamite to dispose of a dead whale. You okay. Ready? All right. Okay. Now, now, is this the governor of? Am, am I the governor of Oregon in my mind, or am I am, am I an actual governor of Oregon? I need to get in in tune with my with my role. You're the, you're the, you're you're going to play the governor. I mean, of Oregon. Okay. I don't know how Oregon works, but it it looks like it's you know if the highway department is taking care of it, I would assume. It's a state problem. If it's a state problem, they report it goes up to the governor. Yep. Right? Yep. All right. So you ready? Uh Uh-huh. Ring, ring, ring. Hello. Governor's Uh, office. Yeah. uh, This is, you know, this is uh, Matty Granola from the uh, from the highway department. And uh, I just I just kind of wanted to keep you up to date on what's going on with that uh, huge whale that washed up on shore. Oh, fantastic! I was just looking at that on the news. Apparently, it's starting to smell really bad. Yeah, the, you know the the citizens are are complaining about it, and uh, you know nobody wants to. Nobody, we we don't know what to do with it. So, um, have you know, tried cutting it up? Well, you know it smells really bad, and uh-huh. uh, you know that the one guy said it. It just it reminded him of uh, you know his ex. So, uh, um, so I was thinking. You you said you were at the highway department. Yeah. So yeah. you guys got bulldozers and dump trucks and shit, right? We do have bulldozers and we do have dump trucks. I mean, we have. So you know, there's a lot of machinery that we own. In theory, you've got all that stuff that you dig the holes to build the roads and stuff with. Yeah. Yeah. No, we have so. That stuff. So theoretically, you could you could dig a hole in, in the sand and put the whale in the hole. Yeah, but we're you know we're concerned that the you know it's going to erode away eventually. Like a, a hole, you know, if we dig a hole that big, 
Right. And then, you know, how deep do we have to go? Because it's it's a huge whale. It's an it's an you know, it's an eight and a half ton or no, it's a it's a 45 ton foot whale, 45 so, foot whale. So do you guys have any ideas or are you just calling my office? To, well, no, we, what, we were, what we were thinking is we we're just going to blow the shit out of it with half a ton of dynamite. You guys already got the dynamite. I mean, we got the dynamite. Dynamite's cheaper than the diesel to put, uh, you know, in the machines. And considering the fact that nobody wants to cut it up, okay, you know, yeah, uh, you know, we figured we'd just blow it all to hell. So yeah, let's uh, let's dynamite the whale. All right. You want to call the news? Yeah, I'll have my secretary reach out. She knows a guy. All right. And scene. That was pretty good. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's probably not that far <laughs> off of what happened. That guy was so the interview was the best. Like who who decided to so yeah, well, you know, we're just gonna shove a bunch of dynamite under it and then uh, it'll blow it should it should blow it straight into the ocean because the dynamite knows where to go. Right. Yeah, the that was their first experimentation with shaped charges at the at the DOT. <laughs> It's the most ridiculous thing. And it just tickled. I watched this and it just tickled me. It just, I was just like, this is the best thing. Here comes Homer from the snowplow department with the fucking box of dynamite. Right. It just kind of, and it looks, it looks like, like you say, you, you gave him credit for digging a trench. I didn't see a trench. It just looks like they're shoving dynamite. (laughs) They had, they made space under the whale. It wasn't. Okay. They made a little bit of space under the whale. And they just blew it all to shit. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, like they're sitting there watching it. They're a quarter mile away. Of course. And then it just starts raining whale. And it, <laughs> you can hear it. And you start to hear it. And you're just like, this is imagine. Now, not only does that dude have to still deal with what's left of the whale, uh-huh. but that smell is now spread out for miles all over town like you're not escaping that smell all over town like you might have had a chance cutting the whale up to like take a break walk 20 you know 30 Uh yards Uh away Uh catch some fresh air maybe throw up go back to it (laughs) and start cutting the whale up again now now you've got living it till it rains brother (laughs) and, and longer and longer and I just, it was, I can't believe that they thought the seagulls were going to stick around after blowing off a half a ton of fucking dynamite. <laughs> so beautiful. Really, it just, it just makes sense that they decriminalized hard drugs exactly 50 years after they blew up, after blowing the shit out of a fucking whale. In their defense, just so everybody knows, the whale was dead before it washed up on shore. Yeah. Because that would have been a more heartwarming and heart-wrenching story. A bunch of Oregon Oregonians watching them explode a live whale. What are you you guys doing? Couldn't you just... Can't you use that that bulldozer and just roll me back in the ocean? No. You fucking guys are crazy. No. (laughs) Just roll me back. Just get me started. I'll do the rest. (laughs) Look, it's downhill from right over there. Just two two revolutions and I'm on my own. That's all all I ask of you. Just help me down the hill. Yeah. So... 
Did you send me this about the nine weirdest penises in the animal kingdom? I did. Yeah, I was taking right. a look at that. That's where I found out. A, that's where I discovered the term prehensile penis. Which, ah. Which I honestly think is a great name for a band. That is. That is a good name for a band. So a prehensile penis is a penis that can grab things. Yes, it's a, 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 a penis that can be used to manipulate other things. Like a prehensile tail, you know, can it can grab on and, and a monkey can hang from it. Yeah. So, yeah, everybody check that out. But the, uh, apparently the echidna, a spiny egg-laying mammal, which has evolved a four-headed penis. Looks like a hedgehog. During copulation, the Agnina penis operate one a part-time, oh, operate on a part-time schedule. Half the penis temporarily shuts down while the other two heads are responsible for fertilization. But those extra two heads aren't there to just show off. Next time the Echnita mates, Echidna mates, he'll alternate which half he uses. Oh, that's handy. There's the dolphins. That's where you. Uh, uh, dolphins are known for their intelligence, promiscuity, and absurdly dexterous penises. They have a prehensile penis, meaning it can swivel, grab, and grope, much like the human hand. <laughs> it helps the males navigate the complex labyrinth like reproductive tract of a female dolphin. So, many animals use their penises for love, but flatworms also use theirs to fight. <laughs> now, wait a minute. Do you remember that time me and you got in the argument and we just started penis fighting? I'm having trouble remembering that. I must it have was... blocked it. <laughs> well, I'm just saying it's not the only... <laughs> Could have happened. You know, I I drink sometimes. <laughs> Blue whales are the largest creatures to ever roam the earth, and they certainly have the phalluses to match. Blue whale penises range between 8 and 10 feet. That's a dick. You know what? That's why you never see a whale driving a jacked-up truck. <laughs> Yeah, they're crammed into a little dots and with their penis in the passenger seat. The blue whale might have the world's biggest penis, but size is relative. Barnacles have the biggest to pe penis to body size ratio with genitalia. <laughs> That's genitalia, what I want. <laughs> genitalia nearly eight times their body length. No. It's not eight times your body length. Your body length is now eight times bigger because the penis is part of your body. Are you sure? Hey, listen, I'm taller laying down than I am standing up. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's like a statue of a baby arm holding an apple. <laughs> Bed bugs are famous. Bed bugs are famous for their aggra aggressive stabbing sex. So am I. <laughs> Wait a minute. Wait have a minute. You, Wait a you, minute. Are bed bugs Puerto Rican? <laughs> <laughs> I think they are. 
That was a joke. Oh. That was a joke. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to offend you. No, I'm just saying that was a joke that came from my racist past. I don't want to be racist. Sometimes it's just fucking funny. Well, yeah, I mean. (laughs) I I was was, pointing out the absurdity of racism. Remember the time I got slapped? Yes. That's how much debating I did for that joke. (laughs) I was like, okay, I'm not going to tell. I said, I was like, all right, I have a joke. I I don't know if I should say it. Everybody just told me to shut up. Like 30 seconds later, I go, yeah. all right, I'm going to tell it. And then I went into it out of nowhere. Thunk. Caught hands. <laughs> uh, well, you know what? Who, who we need to meet, though? Who's that? Uh, Chromodorus Reticulata. Ooh. Well, he's a, type of, he's a type of sea slug that has to reckon with a scary reality. Sex means saying goodbye to their penis. Oh shit! At They're hermaphrodites for the day. They fertilize each other simultaneously during sex. Each has a three centimeter long schlong, just <laughs> like the professor Mike Latoris. <laughs> but they only, <laughs> but they only extend a centimeter of their penis when copulating. After sex, well, that's they, smart. If it falls off, they shed their single-use penis into the ocean's abyss. But this loss means their sex life is over. They, oh, no, wait. But this loss does not mean their sex life is over. They have at least two more disposable penis segments hidden away. As soon as 24 hours later, the slug will be back in action. Dude, if I only had, like, how long does a slug live? Like, if I lose a centimeter a day, Dude, listen, if I lost a centimeter a day, I'd I'd still be alive. I'd still have my dick. No, no, it'd be gone. (laughs) You know, sometimes penises pose logistical challenges. So I hear. That That is certainly the case for the leopard slug, which is so well endowed that it has... Matty rocked up... Wait, no, it has... It has to go to extreme measures to reproduce. Mating leopard slugs dangle from the branches by shared rope of their own slime with their penises hanging below. As hermaphrodites, these slugs inseminate each other during sex. So once the action starts, two penises are on display. And their penises are easily splotted. They're electric blue and roughly the size of the slugs themselves. Wow. <laughs> That's pretty spectacular. That's uh That's the end of the article. We we read them all. Yep. That There's was uh the weirdest penises in the animal kingdom. This uh this archaeolo- archaeologist finds 100 ancient Egyptian coffins, some with mummies at bur- mummies at burial complex. Yeah, I'm kind of like, just fucking leave that shit alone. Well, I mean, it just seems like it's a little too intelligent of an article for us to go over. <laughs> well, my first thought was that broad from from the mummy movie is going to show up. And it 
it's 2020, dude. Nothing, no, no good can come a cracking that shit open t- this yeah, like, year. So, uh, and you know, the last thing that I wanted to make sure we touch on was uh, this: uh, this the missing Tennessee boy was found uh, alive yeah. after after spending three days in a makeshift shelter in the woods. Yep. And and like that's just. That kid's going to go places. I would think because at nine, I probably would have lasted a whole like 49 minutes. Right. You know, like I remember, I think, running away when I was nine because it was what he got in a fight with his foster parents. Right. And that's all it says. It was a fight with the foster parents. There's no more information. But something tells me this kid's had a tough nine years. Like if he made it for three days in the woods, but if he made it for three days with no no shoes, right? No shirt, no shoes, no shirt, no service. I was going to say he couldn't get service anywhere. Right. He he tried to make reservations. They wouldn't. (laughs) And then with the COVID thing going on, I mean, you got to stand in line outside. But, you know, he goes, knows enough to get a fucking tarp, make a shelter. You know, at nine years old, he probably, you know, three days he had to eat something. You would think, you know, he probably knew like. I, I don't know, you know, there's no there's no real details in this, but he had to have built a fire. There's also no nine year old that doesn't eat for three days. Right. But like I remember I remember running away when I was nine and going around the block and like waiting for my parents to come looking for me. <laughs> yeah. And then when they didn't it's like, uh, I just went home. I guess dinner will be ready soon. <laughs> yeah. Like they don't really like I realized early on, like they don't really care. If I come home <laughs> and I took advantage of that because in, in high school, you I would come, home, I would come home fucking shit faced and just be like, and go downstairs. You know, I, my, my, when I was 15, I decided to move my bedroom into the basement. <laughs> it was a finished basement, but still, right. I just go downstairs and just go downstairs, pass the fuck out, you know? I remember there was, I don't remember if you, uh, I don't know if you know, you know, things were different, you know, back then and, you know, different states, but we used Mm -hmm. to get these things called BDs, B-I, I I think it was B-I-D-I, and they were just little tobacco cigarettes that looked weird. Basically a little cigar. It's, it's it's like leaf rolled, isn't it? Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. So my mom finds these, just starts beating the shit out of me. It was like little bitty blunts. Right. For doing drugs. She's like, I found you drugs. <laughs> I'm like, mom, that drugs don't come like wrapped up and pre-rolled. Like, how do you know that? Like, All right. <laughs> because none of my drugs ever do. None of my drugs ever come wrapped up and pre-rolled, ma. Now it, life is different, man. I wish I'd have stayed in Jersey. They're eh. uh I mean they're gonna legalize pot. It, yeah. It's it's coming around the world soon. It's half the reason I got excited. I moved to Delaware because there was well, I got excited when I moved to Delaware because there was uh, medical. Okay. This was before Pennsylvania got medical. As soon as I move, Pennsylvania gets medical. Yeah. Right? And it's apparently really easy. And then it's like, well, it's like getting a medical card. It's like 300 bucks. Yeah. It's... I'm like, you know how much product I can buy for 300 bucks? Right. On and the then street? you get to go pay the expense. But they... My understanding is they they do have a lovely selection. Uh, they have well, you can choose what all you're, what all you're manner of yeah. You can they have all manner of um, 
of ways to consume. They've got <sighs> yep. They've got flour. They've got um, hash. They've got they've got special hashes to cook with. Uh, all kinds of stuff. Yo, you want to have some fun, dude? Go to Massachusetts. Okay. It's it's been legal in Massachusetts. You can walk into a fucking store and order what you want. Nice, dude. I went to this place. It's in Haverhill, Massachusetts, called Stem. I, <clears throat> I walk in. There's a cop at the door, checking ID. Hmm. You just got to be over eighteen, right? Or twenty-one, whatever it is. Yeah. Matt's with me. My son goes in. His ID's all fucked up. They won't let him in. So I'm like, ah, sucks to be you. And I went in. <laughs> and I, did. you know, I, I went in. And I, went, I thought I was being really fucking funny. And it was some girl, some little, like, she was younger. Right. So I'm like, wow, I've never been in a, you know, a pot store before. This is, this is way nicer than my brother in law's apartment. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's, it's true. And she just, like, looked at me, like, <laughs> What? What do you mean? And I'm like, no, never mind. Like every joke went over her head. I'm like, this is new. Like I've never, I've never purchased marijuana and gotten a receipt. Yeah. Before, (laughs) I've never purchased marijuana with my debit card. Before, like I've never done these things. And I tell you what, I bought some really, I bought some nice gummies that you don't trust them when you get them because they're small. Right. So you eat three. (laughs) <laughs> and then you, re- you don't need a whole one <laughs> uh, and you realize that that might have been a mistake but now you're used to eating three you got 20 of them you know what i mean yeah. what are you gonna what are you gonna do you gotta eat three right and you can buy just a fucking a one gram pre-roll 15 mm. bucks now that sounds high. It actually, that doesn't sound like a terrible deal for it's a not it, it, a, somebody. You, you a gram to roll it. Perfectly smokable weed. Like there's no scent. There's no stem. There's no seeds. There's no sugar leaf. Right. This is all the work's uh, been done for you. All the work's been done, and you just you just light the fucking thing and smoke it, and you can light the fucking thing and smoke it right the fuck outside. It was. It's a fucking beaut- It's a beautiful thing. And there's no reason why we all have to live under prohibition, especially since alcohol, which is, you know, kills more people a year mm-hmm. uh, than almost anything else. You know, you add up all the statistics. Is a perfectly legal thing, another. right, for 20, a 21 year old adult to consume. <laughs> the only other thing I have is a story of how I got really, really excited at the dollar store the other day. And uh, I got really. Do you want to hear that story or no? Yeah, sure. All right. So my wife sends me to the dollar store, Dollar Tree, to pick up a spray bottle. And the shitty part is, is I wrote this down, and I have no fucking clue where I wrote it. (laughs) (laughs) So I wrote the details down because I wanted to make sure that I got all the details. Because it's it, you know it. So. I walk I in, know, but I, I was, you know, I kind of wanted to, and I, you know, I, I, that, that's me just <laughs> stammering all over myself, but I want to be a radio host. 
So I have, <laughs> op- I have obstacles. I can't wait till I green screen this out and just see what that ham sandwich looks like. Um, <laughs> so my wife sends me to the dollar store for a spray bottle for an empty, you know, like an empty spray bottle. Okay. Right. I am looking all over. I'm texting her. I'm asking her where the fucking spray bottles are. Like I'm hurting. Like I don't want to be there. I'm walking around and I can hear the only cashier <laughs> having a conversation with somebody. And you can hear it everywhere throughout the store. Always like, and, and she know better than to come talking to me like that. Right. Like she is talking shit about somebody. And who, who should as, have known better. Who should have known better. It's true. But so I'm walking around. I'm looking for all this goofy shit. You know, we're just this fucking spray bottle. It's all I need. Now, I, you know, I, I, I'm considering other purchases, but I need to find like, this is like, I'm very mission oriented when it goes into, when it comes to like walking into a store, like I yep. go for what I'm getting and then I might fulfill a certain a momentary desire or an impulse. And that's like, I don't, that's it. That's it. Which is, a, which is. Right, which is a drawback to most instant for me, most instances, because it, had I just thought about what else I needed, but she'll just send me to the store and like, like I need batteries, I need trash bags, we need toilet paper, we need we need these things. Right. But she sends me to the store for a spray bottle. I'm looking for a spray bottle. I'm walking the fuck out with a spray bottle. That's all we're gonna get. That's all we're that's all I'm getting. I don't give a fuck. Right. So I finally find another employee at the Dollar Tree. And I walk up to her. And I say, not still, you can hear the cashier. And I say, pardon me. Where would I find? And then I stopped and I said, my wife sent me here (laughs) for a spray bottle. And the woman looked at me and said, we might not have any spray bottles. And I got really excited that I wasn't going to have to stand in the line that was growing because the cashier was talking shit. Right. Like she wasn't, I, I realized that she wasn't talking to a customer. Like she wasn't talking to the people in front of her. He was talking to somebody who had already gone through checkout and now was standing over to the side so that they could continue this conversation. This person did not give a fuck that the cashier was at work (laughs) and either did the cashier, which is more of a problem. Right. So now I've I've I'm excited. I might not have to stand in that line, but she due diligence. Good employee just doing her job, interrupted by a customer, walks me, walks me to where the spray bottle should be. One. One left. Oh, it's like a kick in the nuts. It is. It's like a kick in the nuts. One left. Fuck you, sir. Thank you. (laughs) And I was like, I was like, and I said it to her. I was like, oh, I got really excited. I wasn't going to have to stay in that line. She laughed. 
<laughs> hands me the bottle. Hands me the bottle because she knows because my wife sent me here for this. This you is the last to, one. You have to do it. I have to do it. So now I'm there. Dude, the the line goes down the aisle and I'm doing the math because we're six feet apart because the social distancing. <laughs> right. So then somebody else opens up the, the another lane opens up like somebody figured out that this woman was just and she had stopped talking to her customers. <laughs> the, the, she had st the woman had stopped talking to the customer that was standing to the side. That was obviously her friend mm -hmm. and was started just having conversations with you know the just your basic hello welcome you know right yeah that's everything well i didn't say a word i'm sitting there waiting patiently like i didn't you know i didn't do nothing <laughs> right and i get up and it's my turn you know after the dickhead in front of me goes like all these assholes in front of me that were paying attention i was just looking at the floor or whatever <laughs> so now both lines are equal are equal in length and uh, so i'm like yeah, there's no reason for me to you know move, move lines right i spent a lot of time analyzing which line i want to get in <laughs> i don't know if you do that too but I'll, when i go to food line i will walk every i'll walk the whole thing and, and look at the cashiers look at the customers in the line and go i don't want to be in that line uh, no, this is the line me. here i found a line i want to be in here it is this is what we're doing now but so i stay in that line because but she's like, oh, how you, you know, to, to everyone else. Oh, how you doing? And I went, so I get up and she, I'm like, and she's just cashiering. She's just like, and I'm like, hey, how you doing? She's like, hmm. I'm like, oh, all right. <laughs> like, I don't. I'm not good enough for you to talk to. Like, you can't say hi to me. Like, what the fuck? You're fucking queen loquacious over here with everybody right? else. And you, you can't say go fuck yourself. Mr. You can't right, tell me to get fucked, you know. Yo, she did say no. She uh, yeah, I apologize. She did say one thing. You want a bag? <laughs> yes, yes, I want a bag. Shall I put it over your head? <laughs> no, because I because I did decide that I deserved one of those half cans of energy drinks they sell at the dollar store. Okay. I don't know. I don't know if our customers are familiar, but you go to a dollar, you go to a regular store, you get a sixteen ounce can of an energy drink. But if you go to a dollar store, you get an eight ounce. It's a dollar. I I just drink strong coffee, so I I drink. Don't dude, know much about the energy. Drink. I drink. Oh, I drink. I drink it all. <laughs> I had somebody ask me, "Is like, are these any good?" I'm like, I don't. I don't drink it for the taste. <laughs> like it's, I don't know. It's I like it's like liquor. I don't. I don't. Um, I don't know what it. I don't know what it tastes like. Months. What's that? Oh, you, I haven't tasted one of those in months. All right, I just, I, I just no, pour I just, it down my throat. I don't stop long enough to taste it. Right, I just pour it down my throat to get. I want to get. I need to get started. And uh, you know, anybody in in either Delaware or Florida, I, I, it's my understanding that um, Frontier Airlines is going to uh, start their Delaware to Orlando run again. And you know what? I might go visit my. I got a niece in Florida. Well, if, if so you, I might go, I might go visit her, you know, you could significantly raise the IQ of the state of Florida. 
just by being there. Yep. I don't know because I do. My, my parents, you, my parents, you, no, my, my parents had me tested. <laughs> and apparently I'm not retarded. <laughs> That's a good thing. All right. I've explained this on basically. I know this is how I know I'm not retarded is my parents yelled at me. You're not retarded. Most of my life starting around nine years old. We had well, I don't, tested. We had you. Te- you're not retarded. We had you. Te- my, my, well, my dad would say it under his breath. <laughs> you're not retarded. We had you fucking tested. He, he was still mad. He paid for it. Right. <laughs> Little bastards. Cost, it's costing and me money. We had him tested. I don't know why he's still acting like he's fucking retarded. <laughs> I don't know. But that's. I mean, it would explain so much more of my childhood and just actions in general. But um, you can't say that word, the R word anymore. That's politically incorrect. So that makes you a racist. No, it doesn't. No, it does. No. We've we've established already through the whole. Nope. Retardation's not a race, brother. Oh. Ha-ha. Words matter. Harmless. Uh, all right. I was going somewhere else, but I used the wrong word. So, heartless. What I meant to say, heartless bigot. <laughs> I've I've been called heartless before, and I've been called a bigot. No, <laughs> I've been called a lot of things. Uh, do we have? Do we did did we do a thing with an outro? Do we have the? I have not cut an outro yet. Yeah, well. Yeah. I intended to do that last night. You did so much last week. I, well, I, I intended to do it last night and uh, ended up uh, convalescing with my knee. I was stepping down from the bed of a relatively large truck, and just as my foot made contact <sighs> with the ground, uh, and I wasn't, like, jumping down, or my knee just exploded and fell apart. Dude, I could feel that shit. I'm sorry to hear that. So... I'm I'm glad you're here. I'm glad you're here this evening and not not saying to my fucking knee. Did you get any fun pills? No, I I I actually I came home and took a big mouthful of ibuprofen and put it up. I'm I'm doing okay. It's I've I've buggered this knee up before. It's 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 kind of like a glass knee. So ah. every, every now and again, uh, it just happened that yesterday was my bad day and. The worst of it is every time I've injured it before, I've I've not fallen any further. So, like, this time, when it started to bug out, I know enough to get off of it immediately, or else I'm going to do more damage. Right. But then I fell flat on my ass. Oh. Like, hard. And so, like... All I wanted to do was sit down and put my foot up. And it turns out that when you get on the couch and you put your foot on the coffee table and you get into a relaxed position, the exact spot where you land on your ass on the pavement and get bruised is the exact spot that bears your weight on the couch. (laughs) So there's no way to get comfortable. Damn, dude. I'm sorry to hear that. Luckily, the ass bruise is is uh, not quite so bad, and uh, well, it's working out. But I'm, uh, I'm I, glad. 
I was in some. I was in a, a quite a bit of discomfort last night and didn't didn't have the opportunity or the the wherewithal to. Well, do I'm it. just glad you troopered through this evening. Well, uh, yeah. like I said, it's it's a glass knee, so it, it it actually comes back together pretty readily. It's swollen and and still uncomfortable today, but it's it's working. It's pardon me, working its way back to normal. Cool. I'm glad to hear that. All right, man. I think we're gonna call it a night. All right. I'll probably I'll probably add the music in here just like, for like right I mean here. if somebody made it this far, right right here. Where? The Media Virus Podcast. That's right. Thanks everybody. Thank you for tuning in. Uh, you know, if you tell your friends, I you know one thing I forgot to mention is uh, like, subscribe, comment. You know, we we're not just talking to ourselves. Or you could call. That's that's right. You can call six four six virus zero one. 